All right. Joe, how are you, sir? Good, buddy. How are you today? Well, you know, I've had better days, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's uh, We got an old dog. He's uh, he's sick and and suffering, and so we're going to have to put him down. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. He was 16 and a half years old, so, you know, yeah, it's a good life for a dog. Heck, yeah, and you got to know he's living large in the nickel household. Oh, dude, he lived so large. He loves he 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 lived huge. He got he got the attention and the spoiling. Well, the funny thing is, he was the he was the puppy of my dog and my wife's dog. So we each had a dog when we met, and he was the only puppy in the litter between the two of them. So uh, a one puppy litter, a one puppy litter. He was the only dog. Wow, that is unusual. And he was one of the first YouTube celebrities for uh, dog celebrities. Um, I posted uh, that video you saw earlier on my Twitter. I saw the numbers. Yeah. I posted it on YouTube 16 and a half years ago to uh, show my parents the puppy and uh, woke up the next morning and had thousands of messages because somebody at YouTube put it on the front page at YouTube. That was back in the day when they curated everything manually. And hmm. uh, so he had uh, had a little bit of celebrity going there. Um, had some, I, had some I saw his 1.2 million views. I was like, holy shit. Brad's got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> so anyway, he's a good boy. We're all, you know, saying goodbye. And then uh, after the show, I'm going to take him. So that's what it is. Mm. It's life. It's part of life. Like you said earlier, you know, the thing about life that sucks is we all have to die. So, yeah. Well, I think the worst part is watching everybody else die. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the painful part. Yeah. My mother-in-law's going through that right now with all her friends. And that's, uh, she's, she's not a happy camper to say the least. Mm -mm. No. Anyway. Well, give her my uh, best. Enough. enough of, thanks. Enough of the depressing news. Um, what's, uh, what's going on in the world, dude? Have you even looked at prices today? I have not. ETH is up uh, a couple of points. The European stock market, U.S. stock market are just raging right now. Nikkei futures are up over a point for later today. I mean, something's going on. I mean, Europe's what up two and a half. What's going on? Why? 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 What's going on? Soul's I haven't just Soul is trying to recover today. Yeah, there's a lot of action going on. I mean, I, I was looking at all those because I was putting my top 10 list together. And I also put together a list of top 10 kind of moonshotty type things, the smaller ones. So, uh, oh, you know. do that. I just put one moonshotty thing in mine. Well, yeah. Well, either way, you know, it's no, um, there's no real rules. I just kind of added that. Reddit? No, no. I thought we were going to do it on the show. Oh, okay. So, well, I put mine yeah. in Reddit too. Anyway. Oh, well, okay. I'll at, put it in there then. Real quick. Yeah. Let's go back over Shizzy's and Niblet's picks. Uh, and everybody else, uh, uh, Niblet said, had to take mine in a couple of weeks ago. Absolutely heartbreaking when the family gets smaller. Yeah, it just sucks. You know, this is our last dog. Um, the mom and the, the dad of this dog died over the last, you know, we had to put them down over the last few years. And it's the last one. We have cats now, which we never imagined, but they come and go. Um, so, you know, we have some animals to love on, but yeah, it sucks. Anyway. You got um, some iguanas too, I'm sure, right? Oh, everywhere. Well, I will tell you, in our neighborhood, we have foxes, snakes, mm -hmm. possum, raccoons. Uh, Alligators. Iguanas. We have gators eh, a little bit further off the property. You know, it's a it's a fucking wildlife refuge here. And for some reason, they all come to our house. Um, not sure why we attract all the strays, but 
That's what we do. That's our, you know, that's it's our funny. Um, yeah, just quick anecdote. Remember when I was out in Colorado a few years back, I was in Uray, which is a beautiful town. It's right opposite over the San Juan Mountains from Telluride. O-U-R-A-Y. And when I was climbing in the Alps years ago, everybody was always, I was like, where is this shit in America? And they all kept saying Uray. And I'm like, Uray, what is that? And I went, I've been there a few times now, but, um, you know, they had a situation. It's in uh, southwest Colorado, just just north of Telluride across the mountains. So you can do four wheeling over like 13,000 foot peaks. But then what I was getting to when I was thinking about the alligators was that they have a problem there with bears coming into houses and emptying the refrigerators. So while we were there, (laughs) you know, a a bear came in and, you know, the next didn't even know it was there. And the next morning there was like flower paw prints all over the place in the house. And it just came in and ate and left and you know so then they hunt it down they don't kill it but they move it somewhere else away from the population but right. we're na- you know where you are it's the same thing but it's tropical nature you yeah, know it's not exactly. mountain wood nature so it's always fun how that that works out this nature meeting with us yep absolutely okay oh, we got so pics coming in i've got right. pics i'm putting them in uh okay. i guess it breaks them up that's fucked up all right so shizzy uh he's got matic wow they I, mm-hmm. when you put them in his comments they don't keep their structure so sorry for the uh mess here matic ftm canto glimmer which is moonbeam which we talked about a couple with him uh whenever we had him on honey which is part from hive mapper the dash cam mapping app uh dap uh Zen, it looks like Zena Aptos Mover. I'm going to create a coin called Zen Aptos Mover. Uh, Zen, uh, Aptos, which is a chain. Uh, Mover, M-O-V-R, Moon River, uh, uh, affiliated with Moonbeam. One is the testnet, not testnet, but one is the the MVP net, and the other one is the the main chain. STG, Stargate Finance, ICP, the Internet Computer, which has been around quite a while. So interesting picks by... Interesting picks by um, him. And then Niblets, he had a lot of, Niblets put a lot of pros in his, so I'm just going to read his out. Uh, Niblets did BTC, obviously, but BTC isn't real money. It's more like a box of gold jewelry. You, jewelry, you bury it in your backyard for use in case of a zombie apocalypse. Okay, that works for me. Um, ETH, please, please, please. I poured a lot into an early ETH ETF. I would very much like to see that go somewhere, not down. Matic, not much deep utility, but lots and lots of potential shallow utility. I mean, a possible loyalty point program with Coke could touch billions, but that's not exactly solving an important problem, not even for Coke. Uh, FTM, because I love a good underdog story. I won't bet money on this underdog, but I would still love the story. I, I, I got FTM and I've got, Ma- I've got all four of these in mind. Canto, because trying to do better really should be rewarded better. That said, I've experienced more scammers and scanner warnings here than on any other project. Either there are more scammers or the project is better at outing them. Uh, I think the project's pretty good at outing them as a community, but every new chain attracts all the scammers. I mean, it's just the way it works. It's how it is. Uh, And he said, Bean, because we need a good stable and it has held up incredibly well despite being drained and vicious crypto winter. Plus, the team seems more focused on crypto as a means to an end rather than an end itself. And that end is to experiment with pure economic and monetary theories to discover better economics. That's some geekery I can get behind. I agree with all of those. I don't have Bean, but I have the rest. Uh, On the negative side, he said, I'd like to see Sol just roll over once and for all. It's holding a lot of value hostage to other 
projects could probably do more with and has demonstrated over and over that it's just going to keep shoving sticks into its own spokes. Sometimes it's better to move to a new house than keep fixing the old one. I'm sure there are lots of reasons why Seoul is still great, but there are lots of reasons why others are just as great or better with fewer sticks in the spokes. I like I like all of those picks, Joe. Yeah, um, of his? Yeah. No, I went a little differently, guys. I, I went for the big ones, and then um, I just put them in the comments. And, oh, okay, good. Um, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I have a long shot list, too. So, you know, I just went through my top 100s and figured out what I liked in there and what I thought would do well this year. Um, but I have my home run list I'll put up in a second, which is a lot of the names that we're all talking about. Um, okay. What do you got there? You got... East BTC FTM. Well, let's go through yours Correct. first. Sorry, okay. I'm taking attention away from yours. Um, BTC ETH Matic FTM. He likes DOT. That's good. I think that's a good play. Um, Chainlink. Oh yeah, good good call on that one. I think it's a really good call. XMR. That's interesting. What's up with yeah, that? Yeah. Well, you know, I just started thinking with all the decentralization and all the proof of work stuff out there, and maybe a push toward, you know. Uh, compartmenting the different types of, uh, let's say, crypto, you know, like U.S. regulated versus, you know, anonymous world. Sure. And XMR fits in there. It's still mineable. It doesn't take a lot of uh, money to set up uh, rigs because I think it's the cheaper ones, if I'm not mistaken. I'm no expert on this. But um, and all the BTC, you know, a lot of the BTC maxis seems to me um, this is might be their second favorite one for all of the yeah, philosophical I, reasons. So that's why I, think I went they do for it. lean to that one. I like that a lot. And I kind of like that as a safety valve on the regulation side. I, I think that's a really smart pick. I love that. That's awesome, Joe. Awesome. Yeah. And then Ave, uh, thanks buddy. And then Ave curve and cake and you know, Ave for yeah. obvious reasons, but you know that if this shit all gets dragged down when these other ones go under, then that's not going to be a good pick. And you know, curve what 52 cents right now. I mean, I was buying that last year at a dollar and, and loving it. And, you know, I think it went to five. Yeah. Yeah. And then cake, I just can't, you know, it's a hard, I was looking at sushi pretty hard. And I just thought if I'm going to pick one of these, I got to go with cake just because of its reach totally around the world. And it's like, what, three bucks or something right now. Um, yeah. The two, the, the two big ones that aren't on the list that I tossed at the very end were um, Uniswap and, and I was kind of looking at near again for a second, thinking, okay, this has been around for a while. Maybe some money is going to flow in. It'll have a bow pump or some kind. But I discounted them at the end because I was like, nah, I don't want to play that. So um, that's mine. Interesting. Interesting. Well, look, I mean, here's the interesting thing. Uh, the common denominators here so far, we have FTM and Matic from Shizzy, FTM and Matic from Niblets, FTM and Matic from me. Uh, FTM and Matic from you. Uh, those, that's really mm -hmm. interesting. The rest of us, uh, except for Shizzy, have also uh, BTC and ETH, but Shizzy may have just discounted those because they're yeah. always, you know, part of the pot package. Um, I also, I did the Frax family. I kind of cheated here. I probably should put them all together. Um, but I was actually reading a summary about uh, the, the ETH staking model. So I added their um, staked ETH, uh, secondarily staked ETH, token to this um, because it earns like double what you get for staking ETH. It earns like 9%. Mm. And frankly, um, while I'm really worried about the USDC dependency for Frax, everything I see them doing and building an ecosystem tells me this is going to be a dominant play. 
And so I'm kind of betting on the whole family there. Uh, I think there's a lot to be uh, made. Um, I probably should add one more to my list, but, um, and I, if I did, I would probably add Chainlink. I, I just completely uh, blanked on Chainlink, but uh, I think that's a great pick. Too. Yeah. It's uh, hard not to pick it, you know, because it's, it's up there, decent size. It seems to always make that run like with that to 25 bucks and then it retreats. And so if there's any motion this year, I would expect it to be part of that. Um, but you know, it's a guess like we all are doing. And, and as we always should say, this is not financial advice. You should yeah. not buy these tokens just because we like these tokens or either with Shizzy or Niblet's brilliant picks. Um, you should make your own determination and do your own research. Um, I still like Canto. Um, I'm stacking Canto every day. That's all I'm doing. I'm not taking profit yet, Joe. I'm just stacking, stacking, stacking. I've yeah. got LP going and I got uh, staking going. And like Niblet said, I think there's a good moral cause here um, for the decentralization and what needs to happen. And I also think that there's a uh, really strong um, uh, business, a financial model for it. Uh, I think that the mm -hmm. incentives they're building into the network are really strong. Alchemix, not giving up on them. Still love That's it. Right. I love the model. I love the composability. I love what they're doing with their new versions. I love Scoopy. I think he's a fucking top-notch human being. Um, and I really think that um, um, that Al Alchemix has not even gotten close to seeing what it could do. And I think that it is one of the most promising protocols for cross-integration into the real world. And um, so, um, I, again, I'm still, I'm still on that Alchemist mm -hmm. bandwagon. Um, I put AVAX in here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, that's a good – yeah, I, I like ALCX. I mean, it was funny. I did have a chat with someone yesterday, um, and we were talking about that. And, you know, of course, they all are like, you know, they look at the tax issue there. But I'm like – It'll get settled eventually. So if it's if it's income, it's income. But um, here in the U.S., but it's right. a great play. It's a very exactly. cool concept, um, and it's going to turn into something. We talked about those, you know, hypothetical partnerships with Honey or Hive Mapper, so that people could acquire those. I mean, it's got so many places where it can fit into crypto. I did. Well, you're still going through this. I'm sorry. I didn't want to jump ahead. No, no, ahead. it's okay. Go ahead. It's okay. Oh, I I threw up my long shots too, or not long okay. shots, moon shots, whatever. And I'm kind of on the same list with most of you guys. Canta, Liquidy, uh, Treller, Change. I got Geist in there because you all know I like that one. And I got Mona, which is Digital Axe because I love those fashion NFT concepts. And I put in a Hive Mapper. Um, and Caliber, I think it was called, that Sean introduced us to. Was it Caliber or Collider? Yeah. I can't remember. Colli uh, Collider. And um, they don't have a token, and they probably won't because they're Bitcoin, but they could be a big mm. player uh, in the space. They will have um, a stable coin around it, though. So, oh, okay. That might not. Yeah, that might not work as well. But, but and then ALCX. So. Um, I threw AVEX in. Um, I, I think Avalanche still has legs. Um, and I think the mm -hmm. folks over there are still doing great building. I, I think that this uh, side or sub chain model makes a ton of sense. And I think there were going to be a lot of plays for the sub chain model in the non crypto space. Um, you know, I just saw the other day BMW uh, building a platform on BNB chain. Um, mm -hmm. And I think those kinds of big corporate. Uh, blockchain as a service kind of plays have a ton of potential. So I think Avalanche has a ton of potential and there's good yeah. building still going on over there. Trader Joe, yeah. I almost put their new token in there, but I didn't yet. So, you know, what's interesting is I'm just noticing this because I know my reasoning behind it, but I don't see BNB on anybody's list. 
Yeah, and it's crazy because I I actually thought a lot about it because I've always loved B and B, and and I think look, I think it has still has a shit ton of potential from the perspective that that's where retail lives primarily in terms of mass numbers. Um, but there's a lot of work to be done there on decentralization, on scamming, on, you know, it's just got to, and the reputation's got to be cleaned up and I'm hedging on the regulatory enforcement with them. I just, you know, yeah, I, that I was my feeling. Happen. Yeah. And, I and think- unfortunately it's so centralized, um, that, uh, I think that puts it at risk. So, uh, that's why I didn't, it didn't make my list. Yeah, no, that was my thinking too. I look at it. All I see is short basically because, if anybody's has regulatory risk right now, it's them. Um, you know, Coinbase just did, did their settlement with the New York financial authorities or whatever of a hundred million because they weren't doing KYC, I guess, or backgrounding people. And so you got to think just from all the talk we've heard the last couple of years um, from the legal community, people, you know, water cooler chatter, basically that, you know, they're in the gun sites right now. Yeah. Um, and it worries me for, you know, crypto in general, but, just because of that was enough to make me say, I don't know if I want to touch that one for this one year return. Cause I could see that at, you know, I'm sorry, CZ, but I could see that at, you know, 60 bucks by the end of the year, if anything, yeah, you get dragged into any of this other stuff, but, but cake, you know, you get the benefit of everything over there, you know, the, all the customers, the retail, all of that, you know, sure. It's a, you know, it's, it's in a, kind of goofy looking exchange, but there's a lot of people using it. I think it has the highest volume still, right? Yep. Yeah. So that was got the retail market locked up. Yeah. Uh, Not locked up (laughs) there, but it has the masses, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Shizzy says, this is great, but now I want to change my picks. Dude, post them in. You can change them. Yeah. Uh, Niblet says B and B just doesn't move the hearts of men. So, uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, yeah. And the last one on my list is, um, change. Um, and that was more of a long shot for me. I didn't do a separate long shot mm-hmm. list, but maybe yeah. I'll do that now. Um, and I like change. I know the CEO pretty well by now. I've had a lot of interactions with him. I know the chief uh, technology officer and the chief strategy officer. I like what they're working on. I like the new versions that are coming out. They have a hearty community and I like the tech a uh, fuck of a lot. So um, all of those things are, um, are are encouraging to me. Shizzy says uh, pancake swaps also on Aptos as well. And, and you know, the, I didn't more know I, that. the more Shizzy talks about Aptos, the more I take a look at it, the more interesting it gets to me. So it's really interesting. Late breaking. I just got Sean's list. And this is going to blow you away. You ready? Oh, yeah. BTC. Yeah, there's Sean's list. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, man. I'm surprised you don't give one to XMR, man. No, I just, he hasn't even submitted it. I just fucking did that. I just fucking did that. It's just me. It's just me. Yeah, Sean won. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, wow, Sean won. Yeah, he did. That's probably the best bet amongst all of our bets. You know, yeah it's crazy hold on one second let me close my door sure buddy yeah no it's fun to do this now we just you know we get them all onto reddit and we just wait and then we see who wins and you know maybe there'll be a prize for whoever wins yeah you know it'd be interesting um, to see a list from sean of tokens he would uh he's interested in just trading this year because i know he does a little bit of the shit coinery trading uh, yeah. On occasion, primarily ETH, but uh, that'd be interesting to see. Like, if he's just basing it on volatility. By the way, we're gonna have another uh, strategies discussion with Sean on Thursday. Uh, oh, cool! Looking forward to that. Um, Longer term strategies. Tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. Okay. So, looking forward cool. to that one. And uh, you know, he's 
He's the man, dude. He's the man. Um, and um, I also have an interesting guest coming on February 2nd. Uh, but let me pull up. I'm going to try to pull up this uh, uh, this post that I uh, retweeted earlier yesterday or, or today. Anyway, I got the guy that did this. He's going to come on and describe how he did this because it's pretty fucking amazing to me. But let me... Um, let me pull this up if I can find it. Uh, oh, here it is. So I'll post this. And we'll talk about it briefly now. But um, he's going to come in and describe for us exactly what he did. So Michael Schmidt uh, at Schnitzel, which is uh, a great I love it. name. It's a great yeah. name. This dude replaced all of his heating in his house, including his water and his hot tub with Bitcoin miners. And it's cheaper than his original heating costs. And he's open sourcing everything. So, I mean, if you think about applying this kind of a model to fucking mining, and, you know, we've talked about miners used to heat houses or heat rooms before. Yeah. But this guy went all fucking in, right? And you could theoretically create an entire product line around this, right? You could create a model that has compartmentalized, built-in stuff. You train plumbers in and electricians and how to install it. And then you fucking install these things and sell them as a package and people are either saving money or they upgrade. Like he said, he's upgrading his miners. They start making money on their and what and have all of their heating and uh, uh, costs for free. Right. So there's a lot of opportunity there and there's a lot of opportunity to take that even further uh, to do other things with the heat generated from these. So, um, yeah, <laughs> Nibble said, but how much should he spend on soundproofing his house? ASICs sound like jet engines. I think he's got them out in the garage. Yeah, he's got them out in the garage and he's got them in this box. So I think that's where he's uh, where how he's soundproofing it. And he said uh, he is using immersion cooling, uh, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah, immersion cooled with Bitcool and sit in a drinks cooler for best heat insulation. So anyway, hmm. I, I think this is just a very cool story. I can't wait to have him on. Uh, he's going to come on on February 2nd. He's going on vacation this week. So uh, looking, hey. forward to, looking forward to having more details about how he did this because I think it's pretty cool. So yeah, I am um... no noise at all. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Um, so I, I talked to immersion. Yeah. Speaking of guests, I talked to um our lawyer friend in New York, crypto lawyer from DLX, Lewis, and he's going to come on the show. So I chatted oh, with him awesome. yesterday. So I just got oh, to schedule dude, something. That's great. So he's going to come in and talk awesome. about SEC stuff. And when I was talking to him yesterday, I was so glad to hear him say the problem with the U.S. is there's just so many different regulators. Nobody knows what's up. And we had a little chat about Gary Gensler because I said, you know, what? I shouldn't say what did you what do you think of him? Uh, it was more of um, he. We were having a chat, and it was you what's know your take. Kind of, yeah, but he brought up something interesting that I had not known or didn't pay attention with it. And it's that Gary Gensler was at CFTC for a while, too. And yeah, yeah, he was, he was head of aggressive. CFTC previously. Yeah. Yeah, he was pushing to expand his bureaucrat, you know, his uh, power base, you know, extending jurisdiction. And now he's over at the SEC, kind of doing the same thing. And I didn't really realize that. So it was just a fascinating discussion. And, you know, I'll let him. We probably don't want to get too deep on names with him live, but um, he gives a good assessment of the state of the regulatory market. And nice. I, and I think, you know, so it'll, we'll get him on the next couple of weeks, everybody. Dude, Lewis, Lewis Cohen. Lewis yeah, Cohen. The, C -O -N -N. He's brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Very if you cool. you need an attorney in the space and you can afford him, you should hire him because he's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, big, big opportunity in crypto right now. Um, Crypto firm Wire is shutting down, and Crypto firm Wire is a payment processor. 
was wow. process, integrating and allowing people to buy things and pay for things with crypto. Um, so they're basically a, a, a gateway uh, for crypto, which can integrate with credit card processing and debit card processing, et cetera. Um, they raised $29 million. Uh, they had an acquisition offer of $1.5 billion, but they pulled out in what? September. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> what that tells me is um, they scaled way too fast. They um, probably added way too much expense and they're either going to shut down or they're going to scale back. There's uh, competing messages from the CEO over the holidays. But what I'm saying is having worked in the payments industry for a number of years or not for a number of years, for a couple of years um, and still earn uh, from the payments industry residual money that comes to me uh, every month. Um, this this right here is a big opportunity. Uh, when when a ma major firm like this shuts down, they're going to leave a lot of customers hanging. Um, if you know someone that can build the initial infrastructure or use an open source platform to build a nice interface to payments processing and integration of payments into wallets, et cetera, um, so that people can buy crypto with their credit or debit card, et cetera, and you can replace these guys, <clears throat> there's going to be a big ass opportunity. Um, so anyway. Have you ever used them? Uh, I did, did some work with them uh, when I was advising Doki for a little while. And so mm -hmm. we had a bunch of conversations about integration, but I've never actually like used them, used them for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and do you know who made the $1.7 billion offer? Just out of curiosity. $1.5 billion oh. offer was by Bolt, uh, which I believe is also a processor, but uh, I don't mm. know the details of that one. Um, yeah, one-click checkout yeah. company, Bolt. Bolt is a traditional payment processor. So Bolt mm. is uh, a platform that integrates with shopping carts to allow people to do one-click checkout like they do on Amazon. That's right. I remember mm. this now. Um, pretty popular brand, but um, you know, if you set up a nice processing business that can integrate with credit card processing, um, your your ability to flip out of that business is, um, from my perspective, in the next couple of years when things start start growing up again, uh, going to be very powerful. Uh, mm -hmm. Another thing related to that, let me see if I have it and if I can find it. Uh, da, 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 I can't find it at the moment, but there was an art. Oh, here it is. Uh, related to that, crypto payments volume in e-commerce climbed 60% in 2022. So despite a massive bear market, people actually buying shit with crypto grew. So um, I would say, again... Um, that's the first kind of touch point for crypto, right? Is can we get people mm -hmm. actually buying and paying for things with it? And if you can provide the infrastructure to do that, even if it's you make it so it's a decentralized open source thing, um, the opportunity is extraordinary, absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. You can make no money on the crypto processing, enter, edit, um, add in crypto and debit card, credit and debit card processing, and make all your money from the credit and debit card processing. Um, from the normal fees that are charged already by the banks and provide a valuable service and position yourself to be acquired. So anyway. Yeah. All in that whole genre of like moving to infrastructure where it's seamless, you know, yep. it only took me about five years to figure out that I just had to touch the machines of my card instead of like sticking the chip in or anything. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing that for like years and then people tell me, Oh no, you just got to touch it. And I'm like, I, you know, I'm never really doing this shit, but then I realized, wow, that's easy. Same yeah. with this. Whoever yeah. can make that happen, where we don't even think about what we're doing, what it is, is yeah. going to like kill it. Yeah. Now, if you just get a real phone, you could actually just touch your phone and pay. Yeah, I know. I've heard about that. You know, my, my Korean boys have the same thing. 
But of course, you know me, I don't trust anybody. <laughs> Everybody to trust it's Apple, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, I know, uh, I know. uh, Okay, so um, let me get this back so I can load it into the show notes. Um, Oh, you know, do you remember us talking about Eigenlayer? uh, Yeah. Where you can take your staked ETH and utilize it to secure another protocol. This seems to be advancing. I'm going to just post this article in, but Coinbase Institutional is actually talking about this as an opportunity for their institutional clients. Um, And the idea is this, you're staking ETH, you're making your 4% to 6%, whatever it is, and then you can take that staked security token that you get back uh, for staking and put it in to secure something else. So that's what Eigenlayer is building, a really powerful concept, and I just thought it was interesting. Uh, Yeah. Core Bitcoin developer Luke Dash Jr. lost um, 3.6 million in Bitcoin, and is calling out to the FBI to help him recover his Bitcoin, 216 I, Bitcoin, um, because his PGP keys were compromised in some way. And evidently, in November, he had a problem with uh, PGP's keys mm-hmm. being compromised on his server. Um, so there's a couple of things to learn here. Uh, first is managing your fucking crypto is hard. it's just hard and we got to get better about it. Um, Number two, don't get complacent. You know, we all do. We kind of get lazy. We want to shortcut shit and, and, and we let down our guard. Um, This is somebody who, you know, typical developers are pretty paranoid, especially a Bitcoin developer. Um, And so, um, you know, and the third lesson to learn here is don't do tweet threads on yeah. uh, justifying that uh, masturbation is an executable uh, offense. Oh, is that what he was talking about? Dude, he's hardcore. I saw his... He's oh. one of those hard, hardcore Catholic, radical, far-right guys. Oh, God. And he did an entire thread uh, arguing that... Uh, um, yeah, that, just go fuck boys instead, right? That masturbation... Uh, can be a threat, a, um, a sin that should be a crime that should be executed. You can be executed for because you're murdering humans. You know, I was watching his thread, not on that topic, but this whole, like I fucked up and lost all my Bitcoin thread that he was I doing. I feel bad for him just... losing his money. Don't get me wrong. And oh, we need of course. The so... core developers. And so I'm not trying to badmouth that and whatever his personal religious yeah. means, he's welcome to them. Thank you for working, doing the work you do. I don't want to uh, downplay. Yeah. That, yeah. So. But, but listen, don't you find it, you know, kind of funny that, the moment they get in trouble, these hardcore libertarians start calling for the FBI to bail their ass out. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's one or the other. They're either the deep state or they're here to help. You pick, yeah. man. But when you lose yeah. your mon- money, then you go to them bitching and whining. Yeah. I mean, man up and earn it back, dude. Yeah. It's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, of course, I feel sorry for him, too. And, um, but you know, it, shit so, is what it, it is. It to be related to something called Bitcoin. Yeah. Knots and Knots. trust. And uh, I'm not sure what exactly that is. Cause I haven't done the research. Um, but uh, evidently there was a compromise within the code for that. Shizzy, I don't think anybody knows for sure. He said, can you explain how he lost his Bitcoin and confused somehow or another his PGP key was compromised. I'm not sure how that it must've been related to storing his private keys in some way. Um, and it has some relationship to, or they suspect it has some relationship to, to a platform called Bitcoin Knots and Trust. I have no idea what that is. Uh, I haven't done the research on it yet. But ultimately, um, it sounds like uh, it's probably related to the compromise of his servers, which then resulted yeah. in, um, I guess it's, oh, 
because they were hot wallets oh, too. Bitcoin Nuts is a wallet. <clears throat> Full Bitcoin client builds the backbone of a network. Yeah, so evidently um, not a wallet to be trusted right now. Again, I'm not sure they know exactly what happened yet. I, I don't think. But, but why is he leaving a 216 odd Bitcoin in a hot wallet? I mean, I don't get that at all. Why isn't it on a ledger in cold storage or something? You know, well, I mean, it, I mean, it could have still been in cold storage, but if somebody gets the private keys, you know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but don't you still have to? Yeah, I mean, he had a, he had his keys in the wrong place. I mean, ultimately, yeah. that's what happened. You know, I maybe it was a post-it note on his laptop, like that other guy we talked about a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I, I feel bad for him, and I and I shouldn't necessarily make fun of his religious beliefs but they are extreme um and it's hard not to talk about him without talking about that uh topic but ultimately i don't want anybody to lose their bitcoin especially somebody who's working their ass off to build out the core functionality of bitcoin so to me that's uh that's scary and sad at the same time so hopefully he gets that back but i doubt very seriously he will yeah it's gone yeah it's gone it's gone oh this get over it again. move on uh, let's see what else we got here, Joe. What else I have today? Oh, well, you already talked about this. Coinbase, Coinbase is in the has reached the slap on the wrist uh, category. <laughs> so I guess that means they are now legitimate institutional since they are getting the slap on the wrist and nobody goes to jail for violating money laundering laws. Um, which yeah, to me is uh, oh, to me is just amazing, dude. It's amazing. Wait. Who Eamon has a question there about um, I seem to remember something like that where you could do load all the coins into it and uh, then move like was 20. One. What was that called? Can't remember. I mean, you could do it with change, but if it's dust level stuff, you're probably it's probably not going to be worth it with the fees. But change you can do cross chain. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can just you can't just do them all in one transaction, though. Now, I don't know. Mm -hmm. any, anyway, here's this question for anybody that does know. Please put it in the comments. Does anyone know of a DEX aggregator protocol where you can sell off multiple small amount tokens into a single asset in one transaction doing a multi swap? So saying you have multiple small amounts of all these tokens and you do one in one transaction and it becomes all ETH or something else, I think is what he means. And I'm not mm -hmm. familiar with any at the moment. I do know there was a, a dust tool previously that would do that to some extent for you, but you had to do them one at a time. Uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, when I was fucking around with that. Uh, anyway, so yeah. Coinbase is paying $50 million for violating US anti-money laundering laws and is required to invest $50 million more in its compliance efforts. Evidently, they have a huge backlog of, um, of uh, suspicious activity to investigate that they've gotten behind on. Um, you know, look, at the end of the day, I don't want anybody to get arrested. This is just the chaos of trying to build a company fast and trying to keep up with the regulations as well. And then trying to keep up with the regulations as it relates to all 50 states, plus the federal government uh, in the United States, plus foreign regulatory compliance where they operate foreign. So uh, I'm not trying to be extra hard on Coinbase here. I just find it interesting that it's reached that stage. Like anybody else kind of on the lower tier that did this, would be facing more serious problems for their business. Oh yeah. yeah. But, but, you know, right to your point, you know, if you've got enough backing financially, you know, you can go out and, you know, you can't wait on the regulators. I guess if you wait on the regulators, you're never going to get it done. Right. So, I mean, you have to assess that, but you know, you have to go all in at that point and have some juice behind you 
so that you can do these settlements. If you're just, you know, someone that they can chop your head off, um, you know, you're going to get it chopped off yeah. because you can't come in and cut these deals. But what I thought was interesting is it just shows how much um, more that, um, you know, I remember Kathy Wood, I think, doubled down on Coinbase last week. That's um, right. And so, you know, I mean, obviously, this is being discussed at the board level. And I think she has people on the board just from her other investments, I would suspect there. Um yeah. But it makes me feel like she's seeing clear sailing ahead there for it, um, yeah. that it's the anointed one in the U.S. regulatory space. So I don't know what coin's at right now, but I suspect it's low. <laughs> um, so, again, not financial advice, but if you like to play equities, it might be something to look at and think about for the long Niblet haul. Says, Niblets asks, hmm? who has gone to prison for money laundering except that Filipino secretary who was tricked into trading for DPRK? Uh, I don't have any specific instances of people going to prison for money laundering, but I know they do. I actually, strangely yeah. enough, have a, uh, uh, a friend now because he's a parent of a girl on my daughter's lacrosse team who is an attorney that specializes in money laundering defense. Uh, yeah. So. In crypto or just regular old? All, all of the above. Mm, interesting. The above. Yeah. Good guy. Really good guy. Um, and he's dealing with interesting characters. Uh, every day so maybe we should get him on the show yeah so um a lot of doom and gloom around bitcoin mining i don't get it joe and here's why i don't get it well i get it i understand why the gloom and doom around bitcoin mining is um all of these companies that were founded to build up and be bitcoin miners uh have to sell everything because they didn't build their business to be a long-term business, right? But people mm -hmm. like Sean building Bitcoin mining operations and other folks who understand the long-term play shouldn't be having any problems. And look, I, we've talked about this before. I think this year we're going to see the rise of people who are building a Bitcoin mining business, not for the quick cash, but to hold, right? You build up enough cash so you can operate the mining business for X number of years and you are stacking up the Bitcoin and then maybe you borrow against it occasionally for, for at sm some small level to cover operational costs, but you stack up when you build the business that way. If, if investors can see someone who knows what they're doing around that kind of a model, there's billions of dollars to be made from that kind of a model where you're yeah. just stacking the Bitcoin and you're making the long-term play. So. Well, look, you make the long-term play, you combine it with what we talked about recently, you know, like, uh, any type of green energy generation so that you right. offset so you can use the power to fuel the rigs or you do it where it has another purpose like the guy you talked about earlier to heat the house i mean i remember yeah. seeing something about somebody in europe doing that too recently for the winter um you have to set it up ways where it scales now like you're correct with these guys that they all popped in and you know <clears throat> made the move last year when china was shutting down all the mining and they moved everything to the u.s when bitcoin was at you know sixty-five thousand or sixty thousand. And so they all get all this capital commitment and then all of a sudden the cash flow gets gashed because, yep. you know, the price has gone down. So, exactly. you know, they all FOMO'd in thinking it was all up only at that point, um, yep. which you can't. You got to scale in gently in this game. So that's right. That's right. Lots of Joe, opportunity like, for anybody that wants to do it. Yeah. That's all I've got for today. I got to run. I uh, got, got uh, family stuff to do. But uh, sure. uh, let's wrap it up. Hope everyone has a fantastic day. Niblets, Eamon, Shizzy, 
Uh, I think that was everybody today. Thanks for participating. Thanks for posting your top 10 list. If you haven't posted your top 10 list, please go to our Reddit. Uh, Shizzy has a uh, topic there with the top 10 list. Uh, Shizzy, go ahead and edit yours, man, or add a new list. Or I'm going to try to create yeah. a risk list like Joe. But uh, excited uh, to see everybody participating in that. And I uh, hope everyone has a lovely evening. We've got Sean back tomorrow giving us cool. some, uh, some more strategy ideas and concepts and how he thinks about longer term straight trading and, and investing. So appreciate you guys. Yeah. If you're listening on Apple podcasts or Spotify, please take a minute to rate and review us. It really helps us boost our coverage. Um, if you're listening, watching on YouTube, please uh, make sure you subscribe, click the little bell. So you get alerted when new episodes come out and please smash the thumbs up so that we get boosted in the algo as well over there. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Joe? Okay. One, one final thing. Um, there is, I talked about X7 Finance yesterday. Oh, yeah. And yeah. yeah. So anybody to, to look at it, just so you know, there's a Twitter Spaces uh, at 3 o'clock today that they invited me to that, that I'm going to go check it out and figure out what it's all about. Awesome. Anybody else wants awesome. to join me, just look at my feed. You'll see what it is. Today at 3 p.m. East Coast time, X7 Beautiful. Finance. I, I don't know much yet, but I'll know more after that. So Love have it. a great Love day, it. everyone. And um, see you in Reddit. All right, folks. Have a, go have a good one. Love you. Bye-bye.